Welcome, friends, to the number one video game podcast on youtube.com forward slash GameSpot. It is, of course, the GameSpot After Dark podcast, episode 129. It is January the 28th, and I am still your host, Samor Hussain, joined, as always, by the stellar crew of GameSpotters. We've got Jean-Luc Seibke. Howdy do, gamers. I think it's incredibly <laughs> bold of you, Jean-Luc, knowing mm -hmm. that you're the first person I always introduce to raise your coffee cup to your mouth as I'm starting to introduce you. <laughs> to be the I least that was a bold move. And no, I that was a challenge time was, yeah. for you. That was a challenge for you because you could you had the opportunity to get a spit take out of him. Yeah. So next I time, didn't next rise time. to that challenge. No. That was that was somehow Lucy James has turned this back on me and now I'm the fool. Uh, <laughs> thank you for joining us, Lucy James, and thank you for exposing me in front of my boys. That's good. Just don't actually expose yourself in front of anyone. No, I'm not allowed to do that anymore. Jordan Ramey, how are you doing? What intro is this? What's <laughs> happening? <laughs> this hasn't even been age. like three minutes on the it's podcast. It's been a weird week. I don't know about you guys. It's been a weird week. I mean, I'm just in a silly, goofy mood. <laughs> I, for one, I'm also in a silly... I'm getting a call from a place called Brigantine, New Jersey. Should we take it, this or not? Is it? I'll oh, take it. Is it so Mike Mahoney? Take it. <laughs> Hello. Hello. This message is to inform you there is a legal notice on your name. So to find out more information, press one or call us back on what? five seven one. Get up. Uh, there's a legal notice on my name, apparently. Put some respect on my name, not legal notices on my name. You know what I'm well, saying? You've, you've never done anything illegal. I've so. never done anything illegal, so I don't know what's going on here. That's... Anyways, that sounds like a blatant lie. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, Jordan outing himself as a low key snitch on the podcast. Uh, you hate to see it. You hate to see it. Mm. Uh, we're going to hop into the segment that you love. You know, it is what we've been playing. And looking a bit barren, if I'm honest, everyone. I'm looking at the dog. I'm looking at the weenus. I'm not seeing the weenus. I'm under <laughs> embargo, Tam. I can't talk about it. <laughs> I promise everyone the weenus thing wasn't something gross. I think it's a friend's reference. It is a friend's reference. <laughs> Don't worry friend. about okay, it. Cool. Okay, cool. Yeah. Um, looking a bit thin, but I think it's, we're at that time where we're kind of in the crossfire between a number of embargoed games. So we're going to try and talk about what we have been playing in earnest. But please know that there are some things that we are like... Cat burglar, mm -hmm. cat burglar tiptoeing around because uh, we do not want that smoke with lawyers. Uh, first up, Jordan. What have you been up to? <laughs> <laughs> oh, <yeah>. Fuck. <laughs> uh, uh, I, 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 I can't. I'm not even sure if I can say that I've been playing it. I think that I can, but no, I, I don't. Are you going to risk, risk it? Are you going to risk it knowing that my name is on the legal documents? Are you going to risk it? Let's see what happens here. He's thinking been, about it. I've been playing a game that will come out in February. And we'll leave it at that. <laughs> <laughs> um, what else have you been doing? You must have been doing something else. Come on. Think anything. Have you made a sandwich in the last week? Tell you us know about I don't the sandwich. Eat, sleep or drink. We don't oh, need skulls and lifestyles. Yeah, his uh, sustenance is gaming, and that's it. Yeah. Um, he gamifies his food. Yeah. <laughs> Jordan has literally been doing nothing, and you I, hate I, to see I, it. I really. Jordan? 
Tell Wait, me. Wait, hold on, hold on. I need to quickly check something. Go to someone else. I need to check. <laughs> so I might be able to talk about something that I previewed yesterday. Okay. <laughs> Lucy, you've been uh, up to something. I know right. you have. I have. I am always mm-hmm. up to something, aren't I? I played a little bit of Nobody Saves the World. Um, I was really enjoying it Ooh. on the weekend. Um, and I discovered, because I have really bad repetitive strain injury in my arm, and I was like frantically tapping the button to attack, and then I discovered that you can just hold it down. So uh, that's been a real game changer for me. And uh, I was, I've been having a fun time. I don't really have much else to say based on, you know, beyond what we were talking about last week. The main thing, um, continuing my watching a bunch of stuff before February gets too overwhelming with games um i watched the first episode of the gilded age which is the new um it's basically american downton abbey it's fine um but i've also been watching archive 81 on netflix which is a show i don't know how to feel about um it's basically it used to be a podcast i didn't realize it was based on a podcast but it's basically this guy is a professional uh, media restorer and he gets brought in by a mysterious benefactor to restore some tapes. And at the and these tapes are from the 90s of a, a girl who, for her PhD or her anthropology course, was documenting the lives of these people who lived in this apartment building called the Vissa. And it's culty, it's weird, it's bizarrely acted i would say some of it feels like quite low budget and just like i think the core mystery is quite interesting but also i feel like it's just very you know you know how hereditary is like the the way the way i was thinking about this is like this feels like everything it just feels like oh you know let's have a cult horror story right and we were talking to me you and a uh, friend of the show andrew goldfarb and andrew was like it just feels like they've they've thrown every trope at the wall and see and seen what sticks. And I completely agree. And especially when you think about how Hereditary handled itself and the way that worked, it that just felt like a completely different interpretation. And that's why I think it felt so fresh. And so Archive 81 is just weird. Um, I don't know if I'm enjoying it, but also there's only eight episodes and I only have one left. So I'm going to finish that tonight. Um... But yeah, it also has like a dual timeline thing. So it's like 90s and uh, present day, which is which is cool. I kind of enjoy that. Um, but I don't want to talk too much about it for fear of, of spoilers. But I don't know. I might watch The Leftovers. I want to get, you know, my rule for 2022, either complete shit, like, um, and just like that. <laughs> complete, complete shit, Love Island, and just like that. And then creme de la creme station 11 yellow jackets peacemaker you know i don't want to have an in-between and unless this thing really sticks the landing i'm afraid it's gonna have to be in the the shit pile no you know? room for mediocrity mm. in lucy yeah. james's life well it's like everyone's talking about That's why boba she keeps fett. trying to cut me out oh my god um. i would never but it's like everyone's talking about boba fett right the first few episodes were apparently just so middle of the road everyone was bored and then everyone's talking about this so. week's episode that bryce dallas howard did and is like oh my god it's amazing it's blah, blah. And i'm like here's yeah, the thing I'm not- I'm not watching that shite to I'm get gonna, good. I'm going to make some enemies here. I watched the first two episodes of, Bo- of Boba Fett. They were two of the most boring things I've ever seen. And I think what's happened is what happened with Mandalorian season one, where Mandalorian season one was just very forgettable. But people yeah. 
the expectations, like the fo- the first two episodes of that show as well, were also kind of boring, and it drags people's expectations so low that anything that's okay is treated as amazing. So I have not seen that Bryce Dallas Howard episode, but from what I can tell, it's fan service that makes it amazing, and mm-hmm. it's because it's done in a way that's better than the rest of the shite that's happening in that show. Like, I went into Boba Fett super excited of the various Star Wars things that happened. We'll, we'll, we'll kick it over to Jordan to speak about it more. I, Jordan, I assume you're watching this, right? No, it looks dumb. I don't want to oh, watch okay. it. Okay, we will not kick it over <laughs> to the Star Wars fan in this group. <laughs> I, I went into it because I like, I, like, I like the Mandalorian kind of as, as a as a kind of character type and you know a group and that's why i went into mando and i was like well up for it um some of my favorite star wars fiction is remember before the old republic came out when they were doing those mini docs that were like lore stuff they had a series on the mandalorian which i thought was amazing i really liked that mm-hmm. so i was excited to go into this i watched it and i was like season one i complete let's if i'm being 100 percent honest it, it was boring as hell season two way better those first two Boba Fett episodes, well up for it. I was like, Bounty Hunters, awesome. There's a lot to be done here. They're bringing back the original uh, uh, actor for, you know, was it Django? Django Fett, yeah. Yeah, Django, um, yeah. Yeah, so I was like, well up for it. God, I was, I could not be more bored. I was like, just <laughs> devastatingly bored. <laughs> I was like, I, I think I'm done with this. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I agree. I, I liked the first season of Mandalorian. I am curious if I was to ever go back to it, if I would be more bored by it, because I do I kind of agree there's sort of that element of, mm. oh, you know, it's like it's new and it's like, are they, can they actually do a Star Wars TV show? And I think I like really just liked the, the the different energy like the music and and just sort of like the tone it's like ooh, this is different this isn't disney regurgitating like the same thing you always love and i think that was like refreshing but yeah, yeah like boba fett was like it felt like that on autopilot of just like do that again but like we didn't come up with a <laughs> idea that's interesting because yeah i i only watched that one episode of boba fett and then I was like, ah, oh, whatever. And then I was like, maybe I'll watch more. And then everyone, every week, everyone's like, nope, still not good. And I'm like, ah, all right, never mind. I'll, yeah. I'll watch something yeah. else. Yeah, I, I think like if even Jordan, one of the probably the biggest Star Wars fan I know is like, no, nah, I'm good. I don't think there's any reason for probably you to Not even the trailer seemed interesting. Like, I watched the trailers and people were like, oh, I'm so excited for this. I'm like, you are? It is, yeah, like- it is purely <laughs> running off you like the the bounty hunter as a character. And you have some attachment to Boba Fett and yeah. Django Fett. Also, the I got action, more attachment. The action wasn't even good I got more, in that first episode. I have more attachment to Boba T than Boba Fett right now. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Damn, I could go for some boba tea. <laughs> Mate, me too. I found out there's a boba tea place quite close to me. I found there's two, so. Ooh. Well, that's a, so not where I used to live. There was literally three within a five minute walking distance, and I apparently have now moved to the the dead zone <laughs> the, of San the Francisco. Boba DMZ. The boba tea DMZ, where there is absolutely none. Um, Can you like DoorDash it or something? Or oh, don't do that. Don't do that. I I. Don't encourage that. Right. No, no, no. So, you know, we actually have a question about this, but like resolutions and stuff. I don't make resolutions, but one thing I do want to do is I want to be better at budgeting. Mm. And I 
have set such a strict budget for myself for food and ordering food. So it's like, I only ever get takeout or takeaway, let's not forget the British roots, um, whenever Zach and I hang out. Like, I do, like, straight up do not get takeout anymore because it's so expensive because of the fees. And it's like, yeah, mm. I want to support local restaurants and obviously, like, people who are working who need that money, but it's like, I can't justify ordering a pork sandwich from that amazing Greek place Wrong. down the road and paying $10 because it's like not even delivery fee that's the taxes and that's my soapbox for today I've I mean I do if you pay I for have... the subscription and you buy yeah. something that's more yeah. than $12 then no. the is I free. have I allow myself <laughs> one day where I can get junk food like order order food take out food and it's chi- always chicken wings I, Lucy knows because I text her every Friday to shout it's chicken wing day it's chicken wing day uh, yeah and, and she's like you've taken yep. me to that place and it's lovely yep. yeah uh, and I, I will physically walk down to the place and pick it up and get it um, that's the thing so, there isn't any re- anything really near me yeah. that's walkable which is fine honestly it's like I'm cooking more than ever Greg and Jen are very proud of me they came around a couple of weeks ago and I, they were asking what I ate and I was like I cook now Ooh, I, I, yeah, with with HelloFresh, not oh, sponsored. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm, I also got HelloFresh, and I'm like, that the stupid. This is the stupid thing that happened. Like, I got the HelloFresh. I made a coconut uh, and chickpea curry with rice, mm. and I was like, oh, that was amazing. I should get, I should get, I should sign up to HelloFresh. And then my brain went, listen, you fucking moron. Why don't you just buy the ingredients from a grocery store instead? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and but I was also, like, but oh, the, yeah. The thing is, is that I'm going to do it for a couple months and build up enough of the recipes and then yeah. use those as building blocks. Because that's, you know. I did the, wow. I, that's what you I thought say. the exact that's same thing. Say. And then my brain went, listen, you fucking moron. All the recipes are on the internet. You just have <laughs> to type to them in. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> I think you the, want, the thing with cooking for me is like it's building that habit of not just like i have this recipe but also i have uh like a a staple of ingredients always available or like Mm. planning for like multiple because it it, the trap we would run into is we'd buy a recipe that requires you to get like very specific ingredients and then we would like go grocery shopping with that in mind and then after we had those meals we'd be like we don't have anything else in the house we're completely Mm -hmm. like what do we do and so we're like trying to make recipes with like leftovers in mind. Like we made some like buttered chicken, which, you know, when you make like a big pot of curry, you have hella leftovers. But also I recently found mm. out you can use buttered chicken uh, curry sauce as a tomato type sauce on a pizza. And I was like, oh, OK, so now I, I'm going to be like mm. next time I'm going to make some buttered chicken. I'm going to then like prep some pizza dough for the next day. So you got to like, and this is where things like notion need to come in in handy because my brain is just incapable of like juggling all this at once. So I need to like build a, that's my next big project is to build like a, a, like a food organizational chart uh, in, in notion. That's a good, then I'll copy your template. (laughs) <laughs> yep, yep. I was just about to say, and then you'll share that template, and it'll be all I, over I will the internet probably, before you know it. I will probably modify it based on Cali because mm-hmm. Cali recently uh, made like a grocery template that uses Ooh. like that. It, it's organized by aisle in the in the grocery store as well. Oh and she was telling us about, and I was like, okay, all right. Well, you send me that, that and is... then I'm gonna modify that yeah. for myself, and then I'll send it to you guys, and everything will be That's fantastic. How it works. Yeah. 
Yeah. I I finally figured out how to do how to get percentages in Notion based Ooh. on like the number of tasks and how many you've ticked off. That was a big day for me. Mm -hmm. um, but one thing on this cooking tangent is that I have an instant pot. And one thing that I really want to do is I want to just buy a bunch of stuff and then spend a weekend. Sounds sad, but, you know, I'm an adult now. Um, just making a bunch of stuff and putting it in the freezer, yeah. like loads of sauces, mm -hmm. like just anything that if I can't be bothered to cook one night, just defrost it i finally got a microwave that's it my whole i've got a whole new world the the thing that i rely on as a staple is i'll on saturday or sunday i'll go to the local butchers and get chicken breast mm -hmm. and then marinate that yep. and then put it in the fridge and then if i'm ever like running short on time i'll just grill up or uh the chicken and boil some rice i'll go chicken and rice easy um yep. The, that's like the simplest way i think like having some foundation of like one staple that you can rely on um is good so now i'm in a situation where i've got loads of chicken that is going unused because i'm trying to get through this hello fresh i think that chicken is going to go off and it's going to be dead you guys like pickling things are you in, in, a, in a pickle i've never stuff? tried it. i've never pickled so i highly recommend trying pickled red onion it's the easiest Ooh. thing in the world all you do is i think it's just like sugar and vinegar and then you just boil that and then you just put that in the jar with the sliced uh, red onion that's mm -hmm. all you have to do it's the easiest thing in the world and then you have for like a week just some some nice pickled red onion that you can throw on literally anything You're like i'm making a taco mm. just throw some of that on there i made a chicken sandwich just what has the pandemic done to you all oh <laughs> god dude my next thing is getting back i bought i bought a cookbook from one of my favorite restaurants in london called dishoom so oh. i'm gonna start working on making food from that to practice and yes. then gonna make that for some people and then i'm also getting back into baking i used to bake <gasps> a lot when i was younger and now i'm like but when i was baking when i was younger it was purely to fuel my depression like i can eat the cake immediately <laughs> off and now i'm just like maybe i can uh maybe i can like uh make some stuff for people and stuff like that so i want to try and get back into baking so anyway archive 81's mediocre cool mediocre <laughs> jordan have you found yes. the thing can you talk about have, the thing? And there, the the, and I have the email from PR that says there is no embargo on this preview, so I can actually uh, talk about the fact that I've been playing uh, the first episode of We Are OFK, um, mm -hmm. which is that uh, music-based uh, uh, thing. Yeah, it, it's because it's weird. Because like for so for people who don't know, like OFK is a band like in the same way mm -hmm. that kda or like hatsune miku like are musical artists and bands and we are ofk is like the video game origin story of how those characters come together to become the band and so mm -hmm. with each with the release of every episode there's going to be a new single that is released mm -hmm. from the band and like the there, cool. And it's like one of those things where it's like, oh, like, we don't really know what the true aftermath is going to be, but we'll probably do something like in the same way that like, oh, Hatsune Miku like releases new songs like this mm -hmm. band OFK is going to just release new songs and music. Um, it's really cool. Uh, I, I got to talk to like a few of the devs and stuff like that, like the creative director of the studio is the lead vocalist of the band mm. so like he's 
a singer songwriter in the band and like the person who's like leading the creative direction of the game itself i'm like this is wild that games have uh jeez evolved into something like this um Mm -hmm. and it's it was one of those games that i'm like wow it's I love this. It's the type of characters that I love. There's a lot of uh, gay mm. folks, folks of color, but they're like talking about how like the um, the like main girl. She works at a company in Los Angeles that has like massive crunch culture. I guess Southern California. I'm like, this sounds like Activision Blizzard. I like. Wow. They're not saying Blizzard, but this feels like they're saying. Yeah, the company's Blizzard. called Tundra. <laughs> um and it's just like about a it's a bunch of people like in their uh like mid 20s like dealing with like heartbreak and trying to contend with what it's like when the thing that you love becomes your job and like trying to make a good uh work life balance and working with other people and sometimes the people who are your friends just happen to have like bad business ideas and you Mm. have to like kind of work through that um so that's like my entire shtick and i loved the hell out of it each Mm episode's gonna be like 50 to like an hour 50 minutes like an hour and a half so like they're designed to be like a television show Mm -hmm. episode in length and i'm like this is dope this is great like you can see like old text messages you, you there's like multiple dialogue options and different text messages that you can send to your friends it switches perspectives between all the characters so you're getting different interpretations of the same uh conversation it's great it's wonderful it's supposedly going to come out sometime this year uh in summer and i Wait, so you got the, the first episode the whole thing yeah it was most of the whole thing. Um, the interactive music videos, because each episode will include like, oh, this um, is where like the song comes from that we're going to be releasing like on mm-hmm. Spotify, on YouTube. And like, here's the music video. And like you as the player get to like direct the music video. And like the music video for episode really cool. one wasn't ready uh, when yeah. I played it. But like they showed examples of what it thing could be and like there was like one scene where uh one was talking about like the rage that she had uh inside her and the frustration of trying to hold it in and like you could like click on things in the background and like cause them to like explode behind her Ooh. and like if you wanted to them to match with the beat of the music you could if you wanted them mm-hmm. to just kind of go off randomly it was whatever mm-hmm. i'm like this is cool this is wonderful i i love this um oh, so yeah. yeah we are ofk i it seems like that game's like been in development for a while because I think the first tease for it came at the Game Awards in like 2020 or something mm-hmm. like that. But yeah, it's it's been on my radar and I'm excited that it's finally supposedly uh, coming out this summer. They're going to do a episodic release where like the first episode will come out and the week later, the second episode and the week after that, the next episode. So it's That's not going to cool. be like a month difference like old life is strange but it's not gonna be like new life is strange where you get all the episodes at once so i have no earthly idea how GameSpot's going to cover it if we decide to cover it at all but (laughs) we'll see i mean i had to do (laughs) reviews for the batman episodic game yeah we used to do that stuff Mm. as it came out 
But see, that, that makes a little bit more sense because like, didn't they come out like weeks apart from each other? I mean, like, this is old, like every old Telltale week. also yeah. used to be um, monthly at least. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. We'll figure it out. We'll find a way yeah. to give you work. It'll be okay. <laughs> Damn. That sounded like a threat. Don't you worry, Jordan. <laughs> Don't you worry. I will make you earn your keep. Um, yeah, but that sounds really cool. I'm excited to see it. That's one of the games that I keep forgetting is supposed to come out this year and like keep slipping off my radar just because of that but yeah it's it's definitely one of the most interesting uh, experiences coming this year i'm excited to or happy to hear that it's shaping up nicely yeah mm-hmm. um jean-luc what's popping uh i'm also playing a game that i can't talk about um are you and i so... playing the same game yeah, you yes. are. Yeah, <laughs> okay. we are playing the same game, and we both can't talk about it. So look forward to that. Uh, if it's, if it's the game I think you are both playing, mm-hmm. I have seen people do the the tweet with the the picture. Let's just say it rhymes with prying shite. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> I knew that. I knew he was gonna do shite, and I really wondered where he was gonna go. Uh, I mean, to to your point, Lucy. Uh, all I'll say to that is that there was the, the whatever specific thing other people were given, where they're allowed to talk about game, we were not. So I would just rather not what? even. Yeah, that I don't is know. It, it fucking was stupid. Very I'm weird. Sorry. So I was just like, yeah, I don't. It, I don't we're not going to talk about the no. game, but it, yeah. like everyone knows what the game is. Yeah. It's out there. Like Look it's very to. clear Look. what the game is. Um, um but yeah, um. Other than that, anything going on? So, um, let's see. Uh, I we I did finish uh, Metal Gear Two, um, oh, yeah? and I could hey. I could say a nice a nice uh, three out of five is where I'd kind of land on it. Um, mm-hmm. it. It did. Did you add that to your notion? You added the three stars. Out of oh yeah, stars no, 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 no. Yeah, I, <laughs> oh, yeah, I, I, I immediately. That's like I get good, so good. excited about that. I'm like, I finished a game. I can go and update it on Notion now. Ooh, <laughs> look at that. It's it's all there, and I added like a nice little gif of like snake See, like I going keep... up and like smoking a cigarette, and like little pixel Ooh. snake it looks really good. <laughs> I I made the mistake of like a lot of my stuff are long term things, so I don't get the satisfaction of adding a ticking it off or adding a oh, adding a, an actual mine. rating for a really long time. Like I did it for uh, Fargo, which was good, but since then yeah. I'm like reading. I did it for Yellow Jackets actually. Mm. Yeah, like, Yellow Jackets. I'm like reading Berserk, which is forever, and watching all of Mon Psycho. <laughs> and, yeah. yeah, I need to add more movies and short yeah. games to it. Yeah, add movies. Yeah. Short games are good. Um, yeah, Metal Gear Two, uh, solid in the middle. Uh, I I think near the ending it did kind of get a little more uh, the bullshitty, where it's like, how were we supposed to know that? We're, pull up the guide let's get through it um still a cool game uh, that uh, does a lot of neat things and you know but i mean metal gear solid did them better so it, it's sort of a like you should just play metal gear mm. solid unless you're just really interested to go back and play um like a 2d version uh, also some people were telling me i guess there was a metal gear like 2d uh game that somebody made uh, I think it's called like Unmetal. I guess it's a parody game. Yeah, I, I put that. I put that in the uh, chat last week. Um, right. And yes. Did not look. And at I didn't it. look at it, it. Me uh, deeply. Um, but yeah, it's I'm, basically I'm not sorry. that. Um, That's fine. Mm-hmm. That's fine. Yeah, it's basically a, a parody type game. That is okay. Okay. That's cool. I, I'm curious uh, 
how it is actually mechanically because I think I'm I'm less interested in more like a parody of Metal Gear, more just like mm. can you actually like build off the mechanics and do like kind of like pick up where it left off maybe. Um I think it's more action focused as well. Like it, based on what okay, I've seen, it yeah. looks closer like to something like a I don't know, like a Contra or a Metal Slug or something hmm. like that than than, okay. a, than a Metal Gear. So okay, okay. mileage may may vary. I'm curious yeah. to check it out and see how I feel about it, but um, yeah, maybe maybe that'll give me a little bit of my fix. But otherwise, I've just kind of been I don't know. I have like so many things in my backlog that I'm like looking at now and i'm debating if i even want to finish like um i haven't been halo infinite's campaign yet i'm i've not even played any of it because i'm waiting for the co-op oh that's a good point yeah um yeah yeah, i got like i want to say a little over halfway through and then i kind of just like stopped and i haven't felt the motivation to pick it back up um largely because the story hasn't really grabbed me uh sorry jordan i know you really like the story in that game um but how uh, dare you have a different opinion from me? I don't know. Nothing about it was really <laughs> was really grabbing me um, at all. I was just like, ah, yeah, I guess Chief's doing his thing, and like, like I like I like all the little story moments, but the like the overarching like we got to stop the banished. I'm just like, I don't, I don't know. Stop the baddies. Stop the baddies. <laughs> it, it, uh, it's not grabbing me, which is a bummer. Um, and I and I do like the gameplay, but I also think. I think my other problem was I was kind of doing a little bit of like everything in the open world. I was like really trying to like milk it dry, mm. and and so I think maybe like my uh, I I kind of uh killed my momentum a little bit. Um, like maybe that's not how I should have played it. I should have just kind of grind. So if I pick it back up, maybe I'll just kind of grind through the story and not worry as much about yeah. all that. Um, but yeah, I mean, I I tried to mess with like paparazzi over the weekend. Um, but. Mm-hmm. I immediately stopped because the at least the Xbox version, the controls felt really bad. They were like really swimmy in the aiming, and I was so. Hmm. Um, I'm waiting for like a patch for that. Um, See, so yeah, I'm just kind of like jumping mm. through games. Um, I haven't been waiting for that February uh, rush. <laughs> waiting for that yeah. February rush. Uh, I have been watching a little bit of anime. I've been watching an older, what? slightly older anime called um, The Great Pretender. Which is on Ooh. Netflix. Ooh. Have you have yeah. any of you guys uh, that, heard of that one? Yeah, yeah. Know, Great Pretender is yeah. fucking great. It's, it's so, so good. Fucking good. <laughs> it's so good. I've seen it because it's a it's a Netflix original. Uh, I think it came out in like 2019. Um, mm-hmm. And that's how you say that. 2019. Um, and I hadn't heard anyone talk about it at all. And I, I was like, but I kept seeing it, and I'm like, oh, this looks really good. And then I finally decided to watch it. And why the fuck isn't anyone talking about this? It's so good. <laughs> it's so good. I think it, it was good, on yeah. GameSpot's yeah. like best anime of 2019 list. Yeah. <laughs> well, why weren't you talking about it? Is the question, John Luke? We were talking about it. <laughs> <laughs> I guess it was just me. I wasn't in the right circles. Um, <laughs> but for those who don't know, Great Pretender is a uh, anime about con artists. So like, I mean, Ooh. like the closest comparison would be sort of like an Ocean's Eleven where. Uh, Mm -hmm. A lot of the hook is seeing this like con slowly build up over time and they're kind of introducing they they have this team of people that they're kind of bringing in different characters and it's like, all right, you have this very specific role. Um, The focus is on, um, oh, I I feel bad. His name escapes me, but it is this uh, Japanese con artist who kind of gets like pulled in um, and he's kind of like the the newbie of the group to to help them out. Um, And each 
uh it's split into like different sort of like cons uh that i think are like around four to five episodes each so like the first one is about them manipulating this um hollywood executive who is uh basically just like makes these really awful shitty movies um as sort of just like a front to keep up appearances but in reality his like big thing is that he just runs this like mafia group the hollywood mafia um and so they're like we are gonna scam this guy out of uh every every penny um by coming up with this fake uh like lsd drug called sakura magic and then like the main character has to pretend to be the like doctor who invented it and is like he 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 so like i think the the great part about it is that um it's seeing the characters and how like they have to adapt to the situations and try and manipulate these people um mm. you get this and and everyone is like got all these different layers to them even the villains so if, there's this moment where the main character is like really trying to kind of like endear himself to this like hollywood executive and you find out that the like really shitty movies that the Hollywood executive makes, uh, he actually genuinely likes making those movies. And like, that is his passion, mm. even though the movies are like, just like, I don't know. It, it's like, uh, like they're, they're awful. all like, they're awful. <laughs> yeah. They're, they're like, I don't know, like a, like a, it's like a movie bullshit. Yeah. Or like just, just the most insane, ridiculous stuff. Um, and then, like, the main character basically, like, watched them all so that he could just sort of endear and be like, hey, I love these movies. I think these are, like, genius. Uh, and then it turns out the main character actually really did genuinely like them, which I think is great. Um, but so, so Aww. like, him kind of using uh, this guy's, like, love of these, like, movies, like, to manipulate him and get him on his side. Uh, I, I think all the core characters are just so well realized um i'm currently on like the second arc where they are in uh vegas and they're trying to manipulate this uh brother duo that does like uh, air racing um and yeah it's it's just if if you love shows or like movies like oceans 11 and you love that whole like seeing like the heist come together and seeing like the way like everyone kind of like manipulates Mm. each other and like pulls off the perfect plan and then when like oh no the plan went wrong and we have to like pivot like that kind of energy uh it is absolutely worth watching it's also a gorgeous looking anime the color palette i'm gonna google it unreal um also the uh ending credits is the song great pretender um done by freddie mercury in the whole ending sequence is an homage to freddie mercury so it like it kind of is like it it plays off of that music video, and except the whole thing is cats. It's it's a bunch of cats uh, moving around because Freddie Mercury had like a, a huge obsession with cats. So, uh, yeah, Freddie Mercury love, uh, Ocean's Eleven style heist, a beautiful, beautiful animation. I highly recommend it. It's really good. Uh, so if you like never picked up on it, you should you should watch that. Yeah, added it to my list. Your notion list. No, to my well to my Netflix list, and then I'll add it to my notion okay. list. Um, say Netflix that... just came out with like an anime two that I'm not sure if it's like similar anime vein, two? but they came like... out with anime two the sequel yeah. to anime. anime? Oh my god! <laughs> but it's like god, it's like Super Crooks or something like that. I don't know if anyone's seen it. It looks really oh. good. Um, it's like I think I it's like the same concept, show. but it's like super villains instead Ooh. of like Ooh. just normal con artists. 
I really shouldn't be talking about a show that I haven't seen, but just looks really cool. But <laughs> that's I don't know. That's that's what being on the internet is, though. Sometimes. Oh yeah, this kind of things you haven't does seen. Have a very similar look. You're She's totally right. Yeah. Ooh, yeah, that She's looks good. good. I'll check that out too. Um, yeah. yeah so I, I mostly I've just been like I've been watching that. I've been kind of like dipping in and out. I, I've been watching the newest season of Attack on Titan, uh, or, or should I say, the second half of the last season, the final season of Attack on Titan, um, which is pretty good. But uh, finally coming to an end. Finally coming to an end. I'm very curious to see how they pull it off. Don't spoil it for me. I haven't read the <laughs> manga. I- I I gave up on that many 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 years ago. Oh sure sure I've I've heard. Well I don't know I I I know that's a very divisive uh, anime slash manga overall with a lot of opinions on it. But mm-hmm. yeah I'm 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 still enjoying it quite a bit and God some of the animation is still like God's absolutely <laughs> yeah they... just jaw droppingly gorgeous. Do they still do like uh, the soaring through the air? Uh, multi-directional, whatever thing, tall stuff Sorry, is, or they, the, the, OEM yeah. stuff. Yeah, have they given up on that? No, no, no. They still do. Um, I don't think they've ever reached the peak of. I think the best moment they've ever had on that show with that is a sequence at the very beginning of season three, yeah. where you probably know the mm-hmm. one where Levi is like going through the city streets, um, uh, fighting off of these these guys who are like attacking him. It's the most insane animation I've ever seen. It's like absolutely top 10 animation of all time. They've never quite gone like that hard, but they still do that stuff. They, I think last season they started to have some of them. They were relying a little bit more on 3d um, with some of the characters. Mm. So they've always done it a little bit with the Titans. And I know some people have mixed feelings on it. I think the Titans work. um, And I think they've kind of like, perfected that like 3d titan look but when they do it with the real people in the background you're still like that can look a little rough at times but um yeah, yeah. i don't know it's it, it i think they're still prioritizing animation where it counts mm. and there, there's like there's still just some moments where you're like holy shit that looks incredible that's good that was always the thing that i kind of missed the the dynamic animation stuff and the actual combat but even when i pieced out of it it seemed like it was kind of falling to the wayside over Aaron screaming constantly. Um, <laughs> yeah. But, yeah. Uh, cool. Anything else? No. Nothing. No. Nothing really. Like I said, I'm just kind of... Because I'm just sort of waiting for games to come out. I feel like I've just been, like, dipping through random, like, TV in and out. Mm. Like, I watched, mm. like, an episode of Comey Can't Communicate, uh, which was pretty cool. Adorable. Uh, very adorable. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, so I need to watch more of that. Um, I've just been ranting, watching like old seasons of RuPaul's Drag Race with Georgia, uh, <laughs> Hell yeah. which is a lot of fun um, because we can't watch the current season because it's not available on any, like, I think you have to pay. You have to pay WoW. Y- yeah, you have to pay WoW or like VH. So it's on VH1 and they had the first episode free on their uh website and then after that they're like you gotta log in with your cable subscription if you want to watch more and i'm like cable subscription ain't nobody got a cable cable? subscription anymore the the wow app is like 3.99 a month i think because i did that for like last okay i did that for uk drag race last year Mm. and i had to get the app but you i just cast it to my tv and then i finished that season and cancelled it immediately so (laughs) okay maybe that'll be the route we go but um 
I'm very curious about the new season. We only got to see that one episode, and it was okay because they they split it into uh, like a two parter where they only had like mm. half of the uh, the girls on, and then they they had the second half, and the second half had the um it's the first ever um uh straight man on on drag, and, and apparently that so that's like the hot thing this this season is like they have a straight mm. person on. What's up with that? Uh, so <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm curious. I want to know what their deal is. I'm interested in that. Yeah. Hmm. Apparently, the other the other uh, drag queens didn't know they were straight like until the show. So you get like their live reaction of it. So I want to see that. Um, Hell yeah! Interesting. But that's it. That's 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 all that's going on with me, really. Nice. Um, for my part, I'm in a similar situation where I'm playing. I'm waiting for games more than actually playing games. Um, I am playing stuff, but it's stuff that I've talked about ad nauseum on this podcast and pretty much everywhere. Dark Souls 3, Sekiro. Um, I picked up Returnal again. Mm. Um, mm-hmm. Just because one Zach Ryan has been playing. I was going to say. And talking about how it's good. Yeah, that speed run. And also now that they've presumably addressed one of my big issues with it which was the lack of good checkpointing or even mm-hmm. a suspend state it feels a lot better um and yeah i i have been getting back into it and i forgot how good that game felt i think i played like 10 hours of it originally i got like a few biomes in and then i quit because it was like i'm playing for an hour or these these runs are going on for far too long and the kind of pacing of it and the way things unfold doesn't feel satisfying um some of that still happens but i think the the greater command over when you can pause and come back definitely alleviates a big portion of the issues that i had with it so i am enjoying playing that game again and the the combat mechanics or the mechanical nature of it as a whole shines way more now um instead of being bogged down and kind of muddied by the pacing and the lack of checkpointing um it's a really fascinating game like uh, the world they create it's such a weird mishmash i always found i i'm not i'm still not 100% sure if i like the the way they have this really f- gritty looking sci-fi world and character and then out of nowhere everyone just is basically firing skittles at you constantly <laughs> and it's just like balls of colored energy and i'm like it's it's gone a bit it's gone a bit crayola in here for a few minutes and i don't mm. know what's going on um but I also kind of love the fact that it's a it's a throwback to their heritage as arcade, you know, arcade shooter developers and and it, it has that arcadey feel and the language of the game is is something that immediately I'm familiar with because I've played a bunch of arcade games and you know that's my history of games, a big part of my history. But it's it's just a weird middle ground between sometimes I'll walk in and I'm like, oh, this is look, this looks like it's Prometheus. And then it's like, oh, no, this is not Prometheus. This is Looney Tunes now. And it's just like wild, <laughs> wild swings in like aesthetic and tone that kind of make me laugh. Um, but otherwise, yeah, really enjoying it. Really zippy game to play, really satisfying game to play. And it's it's got a lot going for it. I think I'm. I'm treating it as a game that I'm not committed to. I'm having a casual relationship with Returnal. Um, Like, I just jump in, I'll play for a little while. Sometimes I'll play for an hour. Sometimes I'll play for 10 minutes. And sometimes I'll play, like, while I'm waiting to for something, like, to happen. Like, either I'm cooking something or sometimes it's like, oh, I'm going to pop on a podcast or watch a stream while I play this in the background. Um, so I'm trying to create this 
kind of uh, dip in and out very casual mentality with Returnal where it's like mm. if I ever find myself like stuck for things to do or twiddling my thumbs or in that situation that we often find ourselves in where we want to do something but we can't commit um I use I use Returnal to be like play this game and while playing it you'll probably be like oh I feel like watching I don't know Mob Psycho 100 actually and then I'll be like okay so at least that time hasn't gone been burnt just sitting on a couch staring into a wall being like what should I do what will give me joy um and and like find doing that instead I can be like oh I played Returnal for a bit today mm. um how effectively that's going who knows um but it's about building the habit right so we'll get there uh beyond that I I played uh, Valorant over the weekend with one Michael P. Hyam of fanbyte.com mm-hmm. um, Andy Cortez from uh, Kind of Funny uh, and we had uh, we had Tucker and I believe it's Maddox who a couple of people that uh, are, Andy knows that I know that we play Valorant with and um, yeah so Hyam is back on it because they introduced the Filipino character, Neon. Um, so he's standing hard and I, I love it. And I was like, I'll support you. Uh, sadly, there is no Pakistani Muslim characters in Valorant. You hate to see it. So I uh, picked my main, uh, Jet, who is uh, who is beautiful and I love her. Uh, she's an airbender um, mm-hmm. and she's good at uh, shooting guns. So we jumped in and we played a bit. Um, uh, Hyam's like getting into it, so he's not ranked. We played a casual match and... Like, I don't, you don't need to be explained what Valorant is at this point. But we had a match which was, like, incredible. It was legendary. Mm. Um, I, say, I saw like, the tweets and I didn't believe it. Like, yeah, <laughs> like, there's an archive of it. And it's just <laughs> hilarious because we jumped in. And the team we were playing is against was the sweatiest team you've ever encountered. Like, they, they were, like, trying out for pro leagues. They were, like, communicating in a way that... We obviously can't hear the communications, but you know when a team is commu- playing so well that you can tell that they're communicating mm. perfectly. Mm-hmm. It was like that. It was like, oh, they know exactly what we're doing. They've got everything figured out. They know they're manipulating our movements in a ridiculous way. They're like nailing headshots. They're using their abilities perfectly. They always know what each other are doing and where they're at and they're covering each other. So we were getting just stomped non-stop we couldn't kill them we weren't taking any rounds off of them it was embarrassing for us and like at one point they were beating us like 10 nil or something like that um and then uh we took one round off of them like we kill them we mm. kill the team before they could achieve their objective and as a joke andy cortez just being andy cortez typed into chat all chat where everyone can see it ff which it stands for forfeit basically saying you guys should forfeit because we've, we've taken one game off of you. Let me tell you, they had no humor about it. They had zero humor <laughs> about this. They did not appreciate that Andy Cortez had said this. And they were like, oh, I think you'll find that you should be the ones that um, take your own advice. Because you clearly suck. You guys suck ass. And we were like, oh, wow, these guys. We were like, chill, man. Just relax. We're just joking. It was a, mm. it was a joke. You know, we, just, we took one game off you. You're clearly beating us. And then, like, we kind of, there was a quiet. And then... We were just like, I think it was Haim and Taco were like, what if we fuck these guys up? <laughs> what if we fuck them up really badly? And we we're like, ah, yeah, let's see what happened. And it was like a switch had been flipped. And we went on to absolutely curb stomp this team. Oh like they did not win one more round from that point onwards. Not wow. one. It was brutal. Like we were killing them. How many them. rounds are in a game? 
uh, the, I believe it's first to 20, but uh, mm. I think it is. Uh, but it was like a 40-minute match. That's how mm. long it lasts. Like, um, what are you saying, Jean-Luc? I was going to say, do you think you just completely destroy it? Like, you've broken those people up permanently. Like, they are no longer friends with each other. They all <laughs> I, had a I screaming hope, I, match for, like, an hour. They were like, why did you antagonize them? We were about to win. What the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> Always open your goddamn I mouth. Think, you can't help I yourself. Think, this is why we don't work as a team. We're done. <laughs> I think what happened is, after that round, we took one more round, and then we, uh, in the chat, were just, like, easy <laughs> and I think I think that put them on tilt so badly mm. that they could not recover from it. Like they were tilting, like because they they just stopped communicating in chat. They did not reply again, and like it was we were playing basically how they were playing. We swapped sides basically, and the, everything they tried to do, we had an answer for it. We were in the right places. Like not all, like Andy was playing incredibly, um, Maddox was playing amazing, uh, and Tucker was playing amazing, and like Michael and I were doing pretty decent. Like we weren't getting top kills. Andy was like killing it because um, he's just like natural born gamer, um, mm. and like we're, me and Michael are still fairly new to the game, and Tucker is like someone who's super into it, and same with Maddox, and they're kind of like replaying, getting back into it again, and it was it was devastating to watch. Like everything that could go wrong for them went wrong, and we forced forced errors, and we were like exploiting them, and then like we were we still weren't taking it seriously. We were just like, oh, we seem to be winning, cool, cool, cool. And then there was like three games left until uh, it got to a point where we were tied, and then I think it was Tucker was like, what if we won this? and everyone's like don't jinx it just shush don't say anything and then we won it and the other team was just they just like they all in chat all caps okay gg fine whatever like they just they were like yeah we get it we get it and literally like we stopped playing that match and all of us were like all right let's call it there we're not going to get better than anything better than that oh my it's god done. Yeah, you can watch it on like uh, Michael Hyams' uh, Twitch, which Ooh. is twitch.tv forward slash BrazyAsian, um, B-R-A-Z-Y-A-Z-N. I did Z and Z there just to make sure everyone's included. Um, Very good. And uh, yeah, it's, it was funny. It was a lot of fun. Um, but like that was the moment, that's one of those moments where you're like, you know, when a, you play a game and everything comes together in a way that perfectly illustrates why what that game does special and mm. what it offers beyond mechanical and design stuff and how it kind of like because mechanical soundness and design was obviously on show there but also like the context within people a bunch of people playing the game together on discord chatting and then streaming at the same time because Haim was streaming and then like have all of those things coming together for a confluence of like a golden gaming experience that will mm. live in your mind like for years to come like it's one of those moments and it was like yeah this game rules it's amazing um and yeah i came out of it and i was like fuck i i really like valorant valorant's an amazing game like um but yeah good game that's what i've been playing as well anyways let's move on to the listener questions segment of the podcast shall we If you would like to send us some communique, uh, you can do that by emailing afterdarkpodcast at gamespot.com or you can join our Discord. You can DM myself or Lucy for uh, access to that. We'll conduct a quick background check to make sure you're not wrong and then give you access. Um, first question, please, can you read it, Jordan? Sure. Let me just actually open up the doc. Wow. Uh, 
God damn, this man's freestyling. He is raw dog in podcasts right now. Oh my god. Like <laughs> just gonna just gonna let that pass and keep going. What's good, GameSpot After Dark crew? Quick question, how have your New Year's resolutions been going so far? Getting enough sleep, drinking enough water, calling your mom every once in a while? Keep doing great work. That was from Ale Alejandro. Why would I make New Year's <laughs> resolutions? Why, why mess with perfection? Oh, wow. 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 Um, <laughs> I, don't, I don't make resolutions in particular i've just kind of realigned myself to be a little bit more organized i think wow i'm just noting stuff down a lot more i've got notion projects on the go i've been doing my budgeting um i'm trying to get up earlier I'm really not a morning person. Really not a morning person. As someone that knows Lucy. (laughs) The thing is, is that I'm in a group chat with Tam and Callie, and you can really see the divide here because they both send their wordles at like 10 past midnight and I send mine at 8 in the morning. (laughs) (laughs) I'm usually up at like 6 most days as well. So it's wild. That's a good one to try and aim. Like, it's really difficult to break. Th- you have to retrain your entire mind and body. Mm-hmm. But I'm telling you, man, once you're able to do it, well, if you're able to do it in a way that you also get a good amount of sleep, like you go to bed at 10 and you wake up at like 6 a.m., those extra hours in the morning mm. are like, it feels like cheating. It feels like yeah. you've been, you've like figured out some secret, the midnight hours. It's like That's what I want. I want, I want time in the morning. Because like, obviously on the evenings, like, I'll either stream or I've got like a weekly girls night um, or I'll be cooking is still a thing that I feel like is time theft from me. Like I don't particularly enjoy it. It feels like a chore. And so if I have time in the morning where it's like, okay, well, this hour is hi and welcome to the James hour, you know, Um, (laughs) that's what I want to do. So I'm I'm working towards that. I'm currently now getting up at 815, which is good. my my therapist was like, don't just set your alarm for seven. Do it in like 15 minute chunks. So yeah. we'll get there. That's good. As someone who started saying that you don't really do resolutions, all of that sounded very much like but it's a, a resolution. But it's not a resolution. <laughs> it's, it's not a resolution because that's like a concrete thing. I am slowly making changes and improvements to my life to be a little bit better, you know? Lucy, that is literally the definition of a resolution. No, no, a resolution <laughs> is like, I'm going to lose 30 pounds, right? It is like, that is the goal to aim for. I'm uh, doing things incrementally and I'm not like... Your resolution is you want to wake up earlier. That's, yeah, that's, that's, that's a resolution. That's the resolution. But I don't have, but I don't have like, I'm going to wake up at seven every day. It's like, I just want to wake up a little Jesus bit earlier. Jesus Christ. <laughs> no, because I think, I think it's it, like... Resolutions I, are jazz. Like you can... Yeah, I don't I don't like the phrase resolutions because I think and this is why I have a complicated relationship with the term self care. I think it's been co opted by wellness blogs and stuff to be Mm -hmm. to kind of shame people into doing stuff. And so I specifically don't use resolutions or self care as terms because I don't want to feel like I'm doing something just to be seen as better in the eyes of someone else. If that makes any sense. So I I, for me yeah. Just I call I I treat I do it the same way re- for the same reason I call them goals mm-hmm. because yeah. I don't like the idea of resolutions because one it's turned into this whole thing and the other mm-hmm. thing is resolution implies a failure state where yeah. if you can you cannot meet it and that's not what I'm I don't want that like 
I want to create a goal which I can work towards. But if I don't work towards it, I'm not going to sit there and beat myself up about it, mm. if you know what I mean. Um, yeah, it's like, oh, I'm going to cut out chocolate. And then, you know, you feel so guilty if you break that or, you know, yeah. but changing it to I'm going to cut down on chocolate. And, you know, it. I don't know. It makes you feel like when you do get to have it, it's more of a reward. You feel better about yourself, but you don't beat yourself up if you fail it. And everyone knows that the ideal resolution is 1620 by 1080. <laughs> it's just the it's absolute, not, hang on, is it not? That's not a real resolution, it's, no. Um, that's a weird 1440p yeah. that's that's the ideal yeah. resolution yeah um, I, I see that joke still uh, uh, around New Year's by, pe- <laughs> by favorite people resolution. By, yeah by people who do not understand that it is the driest joke and they just like <laughs> it's just like oh my god that's, emba- that's so embarrassing no, so that's, for you that's my uh, not resolution resolutions mm. but it's going okay yeah I'm in a similar boat where my goal is to just try and work out five times a week um, and uh, drink more water. And my uh, main goal is to blow up. My main goal is to blow up and then act like I don't know nobody. nobody. Yeah, but like those are those are kind of. But the thing is, like, it's kind of cheating because I've been working out five times a week for the last two years. So. I was gonna say, like, you've just made yourself a goal that you already do. Yeah, that's like you've that's like when it. I that's, that's like cheat, when yeah. I do a small task and then I complete it and then I add it onto my to do list just to cross it out. Oh my god, I do the same thing. <laughs> but like, like I oh, think, I took out I took out the bin. I Tick. think I've I've had phases where I, I haven't. Doing, been doing it like because mm. when we went back to the UK it was kind mm. of disrupted and then when I got back it was disrupted so I feel like I had enough disrupted periods that um the consistency was broken so I guess my goal is to make it consistent again mm. I mean I have been doing it like even over the last couple of weeks I haven't been hitting five times I've been hitting like four or on a really like busy I didn't want I didn't want to say anything I've been yeah, very disappointed I was, it was it was yeah there were some times where I was like Everyone knows that I've only been four times instead of five times this yeah. week. They're all talking about me in a group They're chat. Talking about in a group chat, yeah. If you're not in the group chat, that's because the group chat is about you. Aww. Um, you hate to see it. Um, but yeah, drink, oh, no. drinking more water is a big one for me. Um, mm-hmm. I'm terrible. I, I think the problem I have is I drink a lot of tea. Um, mm. And I'm just like, yeah, that's my water count, which it kind of <laughs> is, but it also kind of isn't. No. Um, yeah, I would say but, isn't. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's a diuretic, isn't it? You're a diuretic. Don't say that about tea. <laughs> I know coffee definitely is. That I want to say so the tea nice. might be. <laughs> tea might be. Uh-huh. Um, no, coffee definitely is because yeah. I can, uh, with anecdotal evidence, let me tell you. After I drink coffee, my man is going to Brown Town. <laughs> let's say <laughs> I'm hitting that porcelain hard. Um, but yeah, tea's fine. I can I can drink like three cups of tea and not uh, tea's fine. Tea is fine. Stay away from tea. Um, but yeah, Jordan, any uh, New Year's resolutions, goals, uh, objectives? No. Objectives? Yeah, I, I call mean, them quests. Actually, yeah, they're called quests. side quests. Actually, <laughs> <laughs> no. I mean, I I for different reasons to Lucy, but I don't like resolutions to the point where I'm like, I it's like why improve. <laughs> anything perfection so it's like (laughs) sure i can totally just be like oh yes my water is the water that i get in my coffee and soda and i can door dash like six times a week and i cannot exercise as often as i want and (laughs) i can do all of these things and just tell people i'm like oh yes i'm fine 
everything's <laughs> fine. And <laughs> and I can say all these things because I know for a fact that my partner only listens to some of our podcasts and I'm banking oh, on no. the fact that they do not listen to this one. <laughs> oh no. It's fine. That's oh yeah, th- there wasn't an episode this week. Oh. That resolution <laughs> is basically to be less hard on yourself. Yeah. Which I respect. I respect that. Yeah. We 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 don't need more reasons to to feel downtrodden and feel like we're no. not achieving things. So, you know. Jean-Luc, what about you? Uh, I absolutely do not have any resolutions because if I did, I would be failing them spectacularly. Uh, I <laughs> feel like I have slid horribly at the beginning of this year. Uh, I have spent way too much on uh, ordering food and I have not been keeping up with any sort of new changes to my, my schedule or productivity in any meaningful way. I feel like I'm sliding backwards. So everything's going terribly for me. Uh, you know what, John Luke? Good for you. Solidarity, John Luke. You know solidarity. Thank, thank you. I feel that. Good for you. You're living your life as you want to, in the moment. Well, I'll, I don't know if I'd say that, but you know, I'm, I am living. Yeah. I am living my life. Here you for are. a good time, not a long time. Yeah, yeah. sure. <laughs> yeah. Good. Uh, next question. Can you read it, please, Lucy? Uh, hey, After Dark crew, with how Microsoft's shopping spree is going, do you think we should be worried about the future of Xbox once Phil Spencer moves on? That's Kevin from West Hartford, Virginia. No, Phil Spencer's immortal. He's not moving anywhere. <laughs> Phil Spencer's no. gonna, at some point, Phil Spe- they're gonna, Microsoft is gonna be like, we have created Phil Spencer AI, and it now exists within Xbox. And his name Xbox. is Cortana. Yeah. And um, he will be in your Xbox. Phil Spencer's not going anywhere. I also don't think that I think he's got a leadership team with mm-hmm. their heads screwed on. Um, like look at the work Sarah Bond is doing and uh, Chris Charler and everyone. Like I don't know. I think the Xbox future is is bright. And but also at the same time, it's a giant multi billion dollar company owned by Windows. They're gonna be just fine. Like yeah. At the end of the day, Phil is one man, but like there are hundreds and thousands of people who work at Xbox who also work towards the same goal. And I think Phil is a great um, figurehead, and I think he's definitely helped steer the ship and like teach um, new priorities, you know. And I think Xbox is all kind of aligned now, and there's there's a goal mm. and a vision, a resolution, you might say, um, for Xbox. So. It's amazing to have him then. I hope he stays for a long time, but I don't worry about future yeah. of Xbox. Phil Spencer is the Jonathan Kent of Microsoft and Xbox. Like he's he's imparting wisdoms and life lessons like, on what? the on the Superman <laughs> game. So that when he's gone Superman they will remember game. they'll remember. He's their he's their Uncle Ben if you're a Marvel fan. He's just <laughs> telling them constantly with great power must come great responsibility. And then he gets hit by a car. Well, not no! Him. Not him. Wow. Man. Uncle Ben. Uncle Ben gets... No, Uncle Ben gets shot, doesn't he? Yeah. Um, I thought yeah. there was yeah. a tornado, at least in one of the movies. Tornado is... Tornado what? is... Uh, Man is, of Steel. Uh, Man of Steel, yeah. yeah. Which... Uh, let's not talk about that film, please. <laughs> yeah, that's upsetting. <laughs> it was like a tornado in New York City. That'd be wild. <laughs> <laughs> like, like a fucking tornado coming down like, real Main Street. Yeah. Uncle Ben, no. <laughs> uh next question, please, Jean-Luc. 
Okay, I might paraphrase this one a little bit because it is. Yeah, this a is long an, this is the Cimmerillion. What's going on? Well, this here? this yeah. was an email. Read the whole well. thing. Well, this so was, this got... was a proper email. Uh, yeah. Oh, you know, right. Afterdarkpodcast.gamespot.com. If you want to send one. Uh, hey, Afterdarkers, your recent conversation about being in the Gamespot offices and working with people who are your friends got me thinking. How do you make more friends that also enjoy video games? I'm a 30-year-old married man with a good career so far. I'm fairly sociable, have a few hobbies and different friend groups, but I realize I don't have many people to talk about slash enjoy video games with, even though they are by far my deepest passion. Uh, and then I'm going to kind of skip ahead here. Uh, the Basically, they're saying how um, they have a couple friends from high school that they play uh, games regularly with, but are not interested in deeper conversations about them. So it sounds like... It's not necessarily you're looking for people mm. to play games with, but you're looking for people to talk about games with. Mm. Um, well, may I recommend... Uh, also, uh, this is from... Um, uh, oh, to get to the end of the email, they say, do you have any advice on how to make friends that also enjoy this passion? Thanks. Uh, uh, keep up the great work. And this is from Team in London. And they said, yes, that is my real name. Yeah, I love London. that name. That's a great name. <laughs> That's so cool. Um, Team. Yeah. Let's go, Team, Team London. La- Team London. <laughs> uh, have you heard of the GameSpot After Dark Discord? Uh, it's a lovely little place where you can yeah. chat about video games with like-minded people who also enjoy video games. Yeah, Team. If if uh, I assume Jean-Luc, you've seen the email, so just send send Team a, a, a link to the the Discord. Yeah. I imagine. If not, um, you can hit up me and Lucy, and we'll send it to you. But yeah, that's that's exactly what I was gonna say. Yeah. Um, the other part of this email is like they they say that they listen to a bunch of gaming podcasts like Giant Bomb and Waypoint and that kind of stuff. And um, those all have Discord channels and Discord mm-hmm. servers. And I know it can feel it's not a, a perfect substitute for having in-person friends that, you know, will chat games with you or pe- people who are close in your life. But you will find that very quickly you will build a relationship that um with those people and yeah. you'll be able to chat games with them in the same way that you know us four are sitting here and having those conversations um especially if i know that um our our discord every now and then has like a they'll jump into an audio server and just chat instead of just mm-hmm. being text and that kind of stuff and there's a looking for group in there as well yeah there's a there's a looking for group in there if you want to play games together and i think we have some designs or like some plans to kind of you know even introduce more community game stuff and that could be something that you bring to the table you know um mm. uh, the, the our community on discord is not huge so and that's kind of intentionally how we want to keep it and we try to keep it because we want each voice to sound like someone else will hear it you know and you could rock up and be like hey i'm new here but i really like playing i don't know uh, starcraft does anyone still play starcraft or want to learn starcraft i'd love to teach you and mm. You could be the person that creates the StarCraft community or you could be the person that, you know, gets people into. There's a bunch of people playing Destiny as far as I know, um, Mm. but jumps into that. You could be, you know, you could initiate these friend circles or friend circles and groups um, and you will have a captive audience there for sure because everyone in there is always looking to hang out and play games. But I feel you, team. It is so hard to make new friends as an adult. It was always mm-hmm. so easy going through school, just meeting new people like every year, all the time. And then you kind of get into the workforce and it's like, cool, well, I hope my coworkers are nice because otherwise I'm not meeting yeah. anyone. <laughs> yeah, whether this is something that you're interested in or not, but like 
dating apps now have the ability to set yourself to looking for friends instead which is like i don't know how your wife's gonna suggest feel about it, that but i'm like is that good like <laughs> so i've i have known multiple people who have found made new friends on really apps like okay. bumble which That's is wild because you can wow. you can set it to be like i'm not looking for you, you have a different version of the app like it changes things so that you're yeah. not like look it's not like oh you're all in the same pool with the dating people and then it says on the screen somewhere in your profile looking for a friend or something like that mm -hmm. you actually hit a button and it switches to i am you are now in searching for friends mode um i wouldn't say that's the best way to not do adult it adult friends yeah not adult friends it's just like hey i'm just looking for friends like to mm. uh, well, you also have like business parts where it's like hey looking to connect for you know business reasons or stuff like that um it's i think yeah, they're let trying to bumble to establish you'll be surprised how many people do that but um yeah that's that's a avenue but also like different niches find a niche and like it's these days like back in the day it was like oh i'm hanging out on anime this anime forum and that's where you'll mm -hmm. make some friends and that kind of stuff i think a lot of that has migrated over to discord and twitter yeah. and that kind of stuff discord's um, probably the the way to go yeah so i think just find you're probably like go into you're probably watching streams as well like twitch stuff and i imagine yeah, that a lot twitch of those streamers yeah there's a lot of twitch communities there um a lot of the streamers that you probably watch have their own twitch uh or uh, discords but also you get like unofficial f groups like i know kind of funny has an unofficial uh server as well which is just a bunch of the kind of funny best friends have set up together and they hang out there and that's really good i would I know you, you haven't listed Kind of Funny here, but the Kind of Funny community is really good. Like, yeah. as someone who's also dipping in and out of it, um, there's a lot of good people there, and they're always open for more people, and there's a bunch of tastes in there, so you, I don't know, it could be worth finding a new group of people to engage with, like, Kind of Funny, Easy Allies, uh, you yeah, know, easy game, time, game Time, or Hang Time, sorry, um, that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, cool. Anyone else want to add anything? John Luke? No, I, th I think you kind of nailed it. I mean, mm. I think nowadays, like, Discord communities kind of seem like such a... They've sort of replaced, like, forums. I feel like that's what I used to yeah. do back in the day, is I'd go to, like... I'd hang out on the GameSpot forums. I used to hang out on the Giant Bomb forums all the time, and, uh, like, you know, you'd kind of see, like, recurring people, and then it'd be like, mm -hmm. oh, hey, it's you in, like, in this forum, which is cool. But, uh, yeah, I feel like Discord's kind of become the, the modern version of that. And, yeah, I mean, the, the nice thing about uh especially our discord is like it's very self-sufficient and it's just people mm -hmm. in there having a good time uh i feel like it's it's like we have moderators obviously but it's like one of those discords that like i never feel like i have to like check on and make sure like everything cool in there like i just kind of know like oh yeah yeah that discord's fine everyone in there is cool yeah. so. <laughs> yeah. a lot of good people in there yeah. uh next question please uh what is this Okay, I'll read this. You are an amazing... This is from Rocket Scientist uh, from Toronto, Canada, of course. Uh, you are an amazing adventurer approaching a dungeon and an alchemist approaches you with the following potions. Which one do you take and why? Mana tea. Your health is halved, but your mana regenerates twice as fast. Regenerf. Uh, you constantly regenerate health, but your damage is halved. Flashank. You move twice as fast, but the enemy's attack is doubled. One upping. 
Um, you get an extra life, but all enemies now gain shields. Just to remind okay. you, you are approaching a dungeon here. Clarification question about this, though, because it says you are an amazing adventure. So is this, per se, we're just playing like an RPG, JRPG, and like no, you these are, are the options, an amazing it, adventurer. Like, Jordan. is it? Yeah. This so it's us you. in real life. Like, I this walk outside my life. apartment right now, and I'm approaching a dungeon, <laughs> and I could yeah. literally get something that if I died, I could come back to life. Mm -hmm. that's fascinating sign me up for one upping like i just want to see what happens after someone <laughs> dies <laughs> that's a pretty good one one upping i think if i had to like i assume i had to have to clear this if i had to clear this dungeon and the dungeon is full of enemies and stuff i think i would go regen yeah that's what i was i would say. go regen for sure yeah mm -hmm. Because if you're always regenerating your health, you're fine. You can still block, yeah. um, but and you just spend a lot more time taking out enemies. It's, it's probably painful though. Like that's a Wolverine situation where like you're still like getting stabbed, but then like you have to yeah, like you're not have dead. your body yeah, like regenerate after the fact. But then does that does that mean that like you don't get wrinkles because you're constantly regenerating? Uh, I don't, have you seen Wolverine? That man's got many wrinkles. <laughs> He's not supposed to. Really. <laughs> I assume eventually you're gonna a, die. Hugh Jackman's yeah. a human man, so. Yeah. I mean, even in the comics, he's quite a wrinkly boy at times. But isn't that because he's hundreds of years old, though, yeah. or at least a couple hundred? He's, yeah. he's very, very old, and also he, he's his uh, like a job is to get punched in the face constantly. So That's true. that probably doesn't help, and he mm -hmm. absolutely does not have a skincare routine. He's just no. relying on the Weapon X program to keep him young looking. Anyways, thank you for listening to this podcast. Before we go, we're going to read a couple of user reviews. This first one comes from Snoochie, which I like. Uh, and Snoochie says, Inclusion, hilarious, thoughtful, great cast of humans with varied tastes and different points of view. Also, these nuts jokes, S tier. Thank you for that review, Snoochie. If you Thank want to you. give us a review, go to your podcast service of choice, whether it's iTunes or Spotify, or I can't even name one more. I do not know uh, one more. I, I uh, Spotify, iTunes, and... Well, I use app. Overcast, but that's not really a service. Yeah. That's just an app, isn't it? Yeah. Hmm. Find whatever you're, whatever you're using to listen to podcasts. There's probably a way to rate and review it. So please do that for us. We'd love it if you gave us a glowing review because that juices the algorithm and helps us uh, get higher in the ranks and mm. uh, gets more people here. And that pleases us deeply. Um, Jordan, where you at? What are you doing? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at jmremay. Uh, by the time this goes up, I my written preview of We Are OFK will probably be live or will be live shortly. So if you want more detailed thoughts, uh, check that out. And mm. then I'm working on a bunch of guides for the thing that I can't talk about that you can check out probably next week. <laughs> Good luck. Uh, Lucy, what about you? Uh, by the time this episode's up, I will have hopefully finished the edit for... Uh, so we spoke to uh, Mitritz, who was mm. the awesome speedrunner who did the blindfolded run of Sekiro at uh, AGDQ um, a couple weeks ago. Tam and I spoke to him, and we got him to react to his amazing run. Edit's almost done, but I do need to pop off and finish that to get it published today. Um, and pop that, off. I'm, 
pop off. Uh, speaking of popping off, I pop off on Twitch. Not really, because I'm really bad at Metal Gear Solid 2, <laughs> but I am playing through that game um, and having a good time, but it's Strat what F. a wild... Lucy met Strat F. I met Strat F, and it's a wild control scheme that I... Whoa, that control scheme. But I'm having a good time <laughs> with it. Um, Twitch.tv slash Lucy James Games, and I'm on Twitter at Lucy James Games as well. Jean-Luc. Uh, I'm just also working on game that can't talk about and we'll have things to talk about in the future he who must not be gamed <laughs> uh, otherwise uh, yeah uh, uh, you can find me uh, on twitter at Sean Luke where I will likely tweet once a week maybe and I'll I'll say something I do. yeah I, I mostly just lurk on twitter at this point I just retweet my friends and cool things they're doing so <laughs> I just point them like, oh, go look at their stuff. So, yeah. Mm -hmm. Nice. Yeah, I'm on Twitter, Atom H. I tweet far more than Jean-Luc. Um, none of it is good. It's just mostly goofs. Please enjoy. Uh, and then I'm on Twitch, Atom H. I stream Mondays, Wednesdays, Fridays. And we play some video games. And I think I do. I think I'm turning my Friday streams into a tier list stream. Because I did the Naruto tier list. And let me tell yeah, you, there were some molding anime fans in my comments for the rest of the week. And I loved it. Um, but yeah, I'll find something else to make a tier list about this Friday. Bloodborne. Oh, I like Bloodborne the Bloodborne suggestion. The Bloodborne from last was week. good. Yeah. yeah, that could be a good one. Pokemon, mm -hmm. all one trillion of them. Get them in. Well, nine hundred is it now? Uh, Almost nine hundred. Too many. Too many. Just too many. Gen too Gengar many. number one. Rest. Who cares? Um, yeah, and I'm currently working on a variety of things that you will hopefully see pop up uh, at different points over the next week, and we will see you next week. Bye. Bye.